This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, business storytellers, it's Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. How's everyone doing? Thanks for listening. Another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Today, we're not going live. It is not sustainable, my friends, when we publish four episodes a week. But live streaming still has been uh, a good thing to do, uh, really. I'm especially pleased with Twitter. The views on Twitter, the listens on Twitter are, are, are going pretty well. LinkedIn is probably a number two. And uh, you heard me proclaim a couple times that I'm trying Twitch. Uh, and, and somebody was even watching. So interestingly, I'm not a gamer, but why not worth, why not try it? And Facebook, of course, is still in the mix as well. So today I was on um, Marco Novo's live stream, uh, I don't know, a few months ago, I guess, at this point. And we wanted to talk about what goes into doing live streams, why to do them, how to do them, uh, what to consider. Uh, do you put on makeup? I do sometimes on my bald head. And let's dive into that topic. Marco, how's it going? Hello, Christoph. It's good. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here talking about something that for me is so, so exciting, which is uh, live streaming. And you do it all the time, quite the studio and production you have set up there. Uh, why do you uh, tell people, uh, what, what are you doing and uh, where are you? Well, I'm located in, in, the port, in Portugal, in the north of the country, close to Spain. And um, I, I live in a small village close to a small town. So I, I had to, to make something somehow to, to be noticed. And that's, that's how I found live streaming. And certainly works. It's a way to connect globally, obviously. Um, awesome. So tell me about why, why live streaming? Why should people consider it? Why, why does it seem to be taken off? Well, um, for me, even though for some people it could be a, a, a kind of scary, a spooky, because you're in front of a camera, uh, uh, that uh, shiny round uh, shape looking at you. <laughs> but um, for me, it's very, very easy. It's um, not so time grabbing because uh, if you want to make a 10 minute video, you just spend 20 minutes, but if you want to make a recorded video uh, with the same 10 minutes, you will spend, I can guarantee you, uh, lots of hours. Uh, other thing is the, the possibility that uh, live stream gives you to, gives you to be close to your audience, to interact with them, to them, to know you as the real Marco, as the real Christoph, uh, uh, as the real Mary, for instance, or, or Christina, or whatever, because they, they, they get to know you close, like the, 
sometimes it seems that, that uh, people are kind of uh, part of the family. I've met some people in the real world which, which were uh, watching my shows and they, they seem to, to know me better. I, I, I got a little bit scared because I didn't know them at all. But it's, it's funny, this, this situation. It's that. And other thing, it's the uh, allowance that gives you to, to meet people from all over the world and, and develop these friendship relationships because I, I've, I've known lots of people who were my guests. Then I was uh, their guest uh, and... This uh, relationship and you know how important it is by these days to develop a network, a strong network. And for me, live streaming is the most powerful tool to do that. Yeah, and so I think it's totally true uh, because that, you know, the, the authenticity on the live stream, even on podcasts to an extent. And I think part of it is because you set the expectation, right? You're live. You can't fiddle with it. So if you and I go live on a show and uh, and I'm, oh, well, we can just edit that out. No, we can't. We, we were live. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes, right? yes. And uh, I think it, it sets us uh, as humans as the other people uh, which are uh, watching us and listening to, to us. Because sometimes there are people that uh, even though it's a live streaming, they are listening to you like they were listen, listening a, a podcast. I think when we have this uh, voice tone, when we see faces, when we see, when we listen to laughter, when we see people moving around, uh, how they react when things happen. For instance, uh, it was on Tuesday. I got my image froze uh, on the screen uh, since I guess uh, half of the the live stream, and she remained the same till the end of the show. And I kept, I, I keep laughing at, at the background. <laughs> and uh, that, that, that's, that's the funny thing about this. And uh, again, it's also how, how you react when bad things happen. I think it's another uh, game-changing uh, situation about live streaming is uh, how do you react when something not expected or... Um, some it for me it's it's expected to when something goes wrong because i know that it could happen but how do i react and most of the times i, I react with my laughter you know and i i think it's important to make this human connection to to make people understand that you also have flaws and that you you're like them and you're not um this uh super human being uh, <laughs> that sometimes blogging, for instance, may, may build this image. I think it's about closely and humanity that the, the live streaming brings to, to you and your audience, of course. When it comes to live streaming, though, how do you... So I, as I mentioned earlier, right, we, I, I publish about four episodes uh, a week on the on the podcast. And I do anywhere from one to two, maybe three, if you want to push me live streams a week. But the live, so right now, this is, even though I still have to think, I still take notes, we, you know, we're still having a good discussion, but this is a lot less energy than me setting up the live stream, which don't get me wrong. It's never been easier to set up a live stream. I mean, literally it's putting the iPad on a stand pointing it at me, making sure I got the right angle, put up a little ring light, uh, plug in my headphones, I'm good to go. I mean, it's never been easier, right? 
but it's still a little harder than just talking, right? What we're doing right now. So how do uh, how do how do we make that easier? Or what are your tips on on how to do a on how to do a live stream? Well, that 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 thing it's it's the the thing it's it's it happens, which is on live streaming because. It's not a 3D uh, experience. It's a 2D. You have to uh, <clears throat> add this energy to fill the void between 2D and 3D. And you have to put a little bit more energy on the, the presentation so people can be more engaged with, with you. Um, one thing is uh, to be prepared for this and to uh, don't forget about your physical shape <laughs> it's even though it it, it makes, it's important it's important because i i talk i talk by experience um i do a, a live stream usually goes around 30 and minutes and one hour it's the most likely uh, average time that you make a video and sometimes it's 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 very energy consuming it is because you, you give it all and another thing is that uh, the engagement with the people who are watching the engagement with the, your guest or your host will make you more excited more <laughs> more energetic and at the end you you pay the bill you know there's 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 this but the good thing in the the, the flip side is um, you don't consume that much time to to prepare, okay? And then at the end, if you if you if you make the if you plan well the the, the live streaming, at the end you will get lots of contents to reuse, okay? Which will you save time and energy uh, in the content producing? So, uh, one thing I, I suggest is for you to be uh, in shape. Don't forget your body. It's important because uh, live stream requires uh, a good shape. Uh, even, uh, for instance, it's good to breathe. One thing that happens sometimes because you're scared, because you're frightened, is that you uh, s start talking so fast and then you don't breathe and you will be more uh, tired at the end. So please breathe, speak slowly so people can understand what you're saying even it's important when you're talking to an audience to make these uh, variations in speed uh, of talking to to grab their attention to lower the voice to put it uh, more loud so people can say, it's important the, the breathing uh, in this process so you can be in shape till the end of the show and also it is important, one thing, it's, it is important to have in mind how do you will reuse the content. Because if you know that at the end of the, the show, that video will uh, become a, a podcast, um, uh, some video nuggets, uh, uh, use the transcription as a blog post and everything, you will know that uh, you will run away from these distractions during the, the show, which may consume lots of energy and will make you more tired at the end. So, I, Marco, I want to make sure I hear you correctly. Are you saying I now have to go to the gym more? Well, I think it's not not that idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I think 
it's it's important uh, and uh, sometimes we as uh, home workers we forgot a little bit about our body because we use uh, our heads mainly and then i know you you were a a, a sports guy <laughs> an athlete and so it, it is important to to take a little bit care about our body because one thing about live streaming is that it consumes you uh, energy yes it it certainly does and i'm i can promise marco i'm trying to lose weight so <laughs> me too we'll me too <laughs> the 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 next the next time i'm doing a show i look better but uh but at the end of the day right i mean there are ways as well like just think about guys if you're now worried about your your appearance you can move the camera around try different angles there's some angles i can't stand don't have it look up your nose. Don't have it, you know, the, the double chin, whatever. Um, and the other thing I, I actually do, and I just did this on a, on a live stream um, the other day here, uh, I, I do powder up my head, right? Because the sun is shining in or I got a ring light and, and there's, um, you can see it, uh, you know, on, on my, my bald head. So basically, you know, I powder that up. Uh, when it comes to, um, how how about dressing up? I mean, I, I don't think I've dressed up for a live stream in a long time. In fact, I, a lot of times I wear T-shirts, sometimes T-shirts for my book, even though you can't see that that's what they are because the, the angle is relatively tight. Uh, but how, how do you think people need to dress when they go on uh, live streams? Well, I think there's two things you should have in mind about. Uh, well, three things. First one, uh, not by importance, uh, it's the contrast that your uh, outfit may do with the, with your background, you know, because if you wear, for instance, a black T-shirt or a black shirt and your background is shirt, it's, it's, no, it's, it's black, it will be something awkward. Just that head, <laughs> no difference between... Um, the background and your shirt. Uh, another thing is, for instance, if you are using virtual backgrounds, if you are using a, a, a green shirt, it will disappear also. So be aware that don't use, I don't uh, recommend to use patterns, Be use solid colors uh, around red, uh, blue, uh, black and be aware about the, the contrast with the, the background. Another thing, it's uh, your identity. I mean, uh, if you are an informal person, if you are, uh, if you want like to laugh, if you're uh, very close to people, don't wear a tie and a jacket, just be informal. On the opposite, if uh, you like to be formal, no problem at all to use tie, absolutely. Just Make it as you like to be. And the other thing is the audience expectations, okay? If you are talking about sports and how to make sports, you're a personal trainer, I don't think using a tie would be a nice uh, idea. Uh, on the opposite side, if for a lawyer, being with um, a sweater and, <laughs> and shorts, I don't think also will be a, a nice, a nice uh, thing. So... Three things here, the contrast with the background and the uh, situation about uh, virtual uh, background, your uh, tone, 
and the expectations of your audience about the appearance on the screen. Yeah, good feedback. And if you choose to wear a tie and um, just underwear at the bottom down, don't stand up at the very least <laughs> while you're on the live stream. Uh, it's funny. So I actually did watch some, I, I watched a court hearing the other day on a live stream, which is different from what we're talking about. But again, it's live streaming. And they all wore uh, suits or jackets and ties. And uh, they were obviously in their home. So certainly it can feel strange, right? If you're dressed up in your home uh, doing a live stream, but you know, it is what it is. Let's talk about repurposing live streams a little bit. And I, I, I actually published an article. I do have a graphic on, I try to, so first of all, you know, if I do a live stream, uh, I have the live stream and now I push it to, so I use Switcher Studio to produce it. And then I use Restream to send it to a number of channels. And so usually I send it to uh, Twitter, Periscope, Facebook, LinkedIn Live, uh, Twitch. And I think that might be it. So five channels. Mm -hmm. And then it also records, right? So, so that's one challenge on its own. Like try to keep up with all the comments if everybody comments on different networks. Um, and how do you respond to comments? Let's get to that first, maybe. How do you, like, do you do it on air or how do you do it? Well, that, that's <laughs> a nice question. And uh, again, have in mind what you mentioned before, uh, Christoph, which is reusing content. I usually, I, I used to do, uh, to answer the comments when people made it. Uh, which was, uh, I, and, and then I, I thought about it and I think it's, I don't think it's the right way to do it because for instance, you're talking about the five mistakes you're doing in live streaming and you're developing an idea and there, there's these people that says, hello, Marco, how are you? And then I interrupt my idea and get, go, go to the comment. Hello, how are you? And I, and then I get back to the, to the idea. I don't think it's the, the best option, mainly if you have in mind to reuse that content. You know, my idea is to set some um, some parts to, to respond to comments or at the beginning of the show, make this disclaimer. Okay, I will uh, answer to your questions, comments at the end of the show. Okay. So you don't don't have to be interrupted by by uh, the need of uh, uh, answer the, the the questions because if you want to record a podcast it will be a, a tough work to be cutting every comment that is in between your ideas. Also, it interrupts uh, your thinking, so you will need to get back. Oh, let me see what I was talking about. Let me see. I think it's good to interact uh, while you are live, as as far as you can, but uh, make it clear. Okay, I will uh, talk with you in the betweens. For instance, you may do this this uh, time <laughs> uh, time break to to answer mm -hmm. the, the. But make it easy for you to understand where you you will stop to talk with people. Okay. Or for instance, if you are making a Q&A, okay, that's time to, to make, um, to talk, talk, talk and to answer uh, people because that's the, the format. But uh, keep in mind that this uh, 
And for instance, if you are talking about something important and you just interrupt to say uh, hello to someone who said hello to you, there's no uh, value added to, to your, the conversation, please don't do it. <laughs> uh, you can say at, at, at the end, hello, thank you to everybody, or uh, just uh, answer after uh, writing. But uh, have in mind the importance of uh, a flow the flow of the conversation you are making. It's a good point, especially when people just say things that are totally off the beaten path or, or they say hello because yeah, yeah, absolutely. people saying hello, that doesn't work. Uh, the one thing I did on a, on a live stream the other day though, is uh, somebody asked a question. So the, the, the live stream was about video storytelling and there was two guests on there with me. And maybe that's a question too we can discuss on, on what's a good number of guests or should you even have guests? Uh, but but basically, uh, they one of them was um, a, a business owner and one of them was a company CEO um, that does work in the field we were talking about. And somebody on LinkedIn asked, how much does it cost? How much does this service cost if you were to use it? And so that's a relevant question. So I actually, I went on back on when, when they finally let me get a word in. I, I came back on and I said, uh, so-and-so on LinkedIn. And if you're listening to this on the podcast channels, just a reminder, we do live stream some of these podcasts. Please connect with me on LinkedIn, ctrap.online forward slash LinkedIn. C. So I kind of promoted the live streams in the future on the podcast. And then I asked the question and said, he says, what's the pricing? And then the CEO answered, right? So sometimes it does, if it flows, absolutely. use it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But sometimes... Sometimes it doesn't. They say things that that don't make any difference. Absolutely. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about uh, guests? And it's it's very interesting. So I always obviously everything is about numbers. Uh, if nobody pays attention, you know, uh, why do it? But I always look at my my podcast, and there was a trend, and there still is, that the highest performing podcasts are indeed the ones that have guests on it that are not just me talking. Currently. Uh, my top five are two. My top one is currently me just talking about Instagram reels. There's some big hiccups in uh, consumption. So people are listening to that. And then the second one is with Adweek, you know, A-D-W-E-A-K. Mm -hmm. So he talked about why he started the account. Really unique. Uh, and, you know, that's number two. Uh, two. Uh, number three is uh, something about uh, rates for freelancers. And that was a guest appearance by Ashley Cummings. And then number four was me talking about uh, making mistakes online. How do you fix them? And then number five was the show with Scott Brinker. So certainly they all can take off and they can all work. But what's your opinion? Single shows, just you talking, guests, one, two, 12, what's, what's the right mix? <laughs> well, um, yes, you should, you should bring guests and yes, you should make solo shows. Uh, why? When you're starting, it's, it's hard for you to have authority. So it's a good uh, strategy to bring guests so they can uh, give you some authority by, by having them. Another thing is that, uh, they will bring their audience to to know you okay so it is important to to get known to by other people which is also good you will learn a lot there's something that that for me it's so good when i bring guests 
I, I learned a lot. It's an, a different perspective your audience is getting because uh, if it's just you talking all the time, you, your audience get a little bored, <laughs> I think. And it's it, it always, they always listen the same point of view, not another point of view, another ex experience, another expertise and everything. But on the flip side, The important thing about uh, making solo shows is that you won't get positioned as a interview guy. And I, I um, after doing my live show about one year and a half, mostly, mostly 90% just interview format, people started looking at me as the guy who makes interviews. And don't forget about your positioning. If you want to be known as the, the, the interview guy, it's okay. But it's important uh, to for you to make your uh, positioning about you if you are a, a personal trainer, um, a gardener, uh, whatever. Make it clear for people who you are, okay? And this is mainly by uh, solo shows. The amount of guests, I would say uh, between one and six maybe because after that it's hard to manage i don't i don't um, i don't mean you should not do for instance i made uh, some with uh, nine guests and it's okay uh, if you if you are experienced because there there's that thing it's important one thing i i like to say also don't start live streaming with a guest if you don't have any experience okay because Most of the times, your guest doesn't have also that experience. He's, he or she is scared. And if you don't transmit that trust, that confidence to them, maybe it won't <laughs> go that well. So be, be aware of that. And yes, uh, if, you, if you have too much people on screen and if you want to, because it, it will be, uh, um, you will have to manage Uh, the time every one of them uh, will speak to change uh, the the screen layout, put a highlight this or that uh, speaker. So if you have too much people, it, it is a little bit hard to manage. I don't mean uh, you can do it from time to time, yes, but mainly put things between one and six guests. And, and I think it's it's more than enough. And... I think it's okay. But yes, you should do, in my opinion, you should do solo live streams and with guests. And how do you manage six guests? Well, <laughs> well it's, it's, it's not hard, you know, because, well, I, I, I've, I've been doing this for five years. I, for instance, since uh, December 22nd, I, I think it's, it was when I got LinkedIn Live. I've been, I've been, I made this consultation the other day on Restream and I've made um, 190 live streams since then. So, yeah, you, you should, you should take, uh, it, 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 it takes time to, to manage that, pe uh, all, all that people to make sure that they are speaking the same amount of time. But, um, Okay, maybe six, it's just for another uh, high, medium level. But I, I think you can, you can do it if you, okay. if you, if you prepare the, the show uh, 
good, for instance, to have the questions uh, ahead. And uh, yeah, I think you can manage that. Yeah, got it. Interesting. Uh, I've had, I think the most I've ever had was um, uh, two guests and probably that was just fine um, for me. Uh, to even have them all get a word in. Uh, so interestingly, I when I do my live streams, uh, that's where we were going earlier when we got into these other interesting topics. Uh, I take the the audio, the video, and basically uh, push it over to Anchor easy enough, right? Um, uh, Anchor actually extracts the audio now, um, and then it publishes. Uh, then I do the little, I schedule it. So uh, right now, uh, you know, as we're recording this, we're about a month out with episodes um, and write a little description, publish it there. And it goes to uh, 16 channels, I think right now. So lots of, lots of podcast channels out <laughs> there auto automatically. Um, and then sometimes the latest thing I know I'm trying to do is I push some of the video to Instagram TV. I don't know if that's going to work or not, or be worth my while, but Definitely. Uh, why not? Why not try? And then some some podcasts I turn into a blog post. Uh, what other strategies have you seen work that we should try? Well, um, video nuggets, they are OK. For instance, one, one suggestion I, I have to make to you. And for me, it's, it's working good, not amazingly, but it, it's working good. Is to have this. Uh, how do I say it? During the show, having these uh, moments, if you know what I mean. For instance, I have mm -hmm. the, at the end guest suggestions. And it, at, then reusing, I just pick that uh, slice of the video and I publish like a kind of video nugget. It's insightful because it's my guest saying, okay, I, I recommend this, this, this book, this movie, this uh, shout out, a habit a tool and a TV show. People like to know these this recommendations and it's a short video. Most of them are around three and five minutes. Okay. And so you, you can do the same. For instance, um, you can ask your guest, how do you started uh, uh, your company? Uh, where did you met your wife or your husband? Uh, these kind of questions that, that because we like a little bit about uh, what's in the in the background, what, what what's happening behind the scenes, and this and it's uh, if you can make a, a short videos between with one minute or uh, between two and five minutes, it's good to reuse them because it's it's there the content, it's there the value. You just have to cut it, uh, and it's very easy to edit. And I think it's a nice way to 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 reuse content just these nuggets and by these days it's not that hard to make to put some captions uh, below so people can read <laughs> what people are saying if they cannot uh, listen so i think it's another good thing other good thing is to make some screen captures and um, put some quote that you or your guest have said so people okay Marco said this, or uh, Christoph said that. It's good also. It's a nice way to reuse the content. And of course, the podcasting, the blog posts, use the whole video in other platforms. 
So you and again, other thing that you can do is to re republish the, the the video. For instance, if if you broadcast to on Facebook, it's very easy to get back to that uh, post and then make it alive again by republishing it. I don't see any problem doing this. Share it again, right? Why absolutely, uh, absolutely agree. That, that's actually one thing I love about uh, using Restream, honestly, because uh, so previously I, I recorded it, right? Or, or I did a live stream on LinkedIn and then I saved the video and then I pushed the video to the other channels. But now it's already on the other channels, right? So I already have, it's already on YouTube. I don't have to do anything yeah, else. <laughs> well, I'm already done. And the one thing that I've learned is uh, previously I made, the introduction and the, the, the text relatively short. Um, but now since it's going to YouTube and LinkedIn and it stays there, you know, I treat it like any YouTube video and I make it a little bit more thorough and even add the links and all those other things. Um, how about, um, so you have video, have you ever done um, audio only? What do you think about that strategy? Well, I never made it. Yeah, I have to. Um, I, I like to be on on the show, if you know what I mean. I'm a, a kind yeah. of a stage animal, <laughs> so I never try just audio. That's that's my thing. I like I like the video, but I don't see why you can't do that. If, for instance, because I, I'm not this guy who says, okay, you have to do this this way, or you you should you, you don't. Okay. For instance, if you are a little shy, if you don't have a, that a good camera, I don't see any problem to make a, go live just audio. Start, um, start. It's important just starting, but as comfortable it, it, it is for you. Because one of the things, if you're doing something because you're uh, kind of there's this kind of obligation. I, I'm almost sure that you won't get uh, this uh, experience as good as it, it should be. And maybe at the end, you will get frustrated and you say, oh, why, why did I do that? I won't do this anymore. So for me, it's, it's, it's better that you start just by doing audio. And at the end, okay, I, I liked it. I want to do this again. And again, and again, and again, and one day you will say, okay, let me try with the video connected. Let me try it. Mm -hmm. Instead of uh, trying in the, the most hard way with video, and then you, at the end, you, you're not satisfied with, with result. And okay, oh, I won't do this anymore. For me, it's more, more important to start small and then growing, then start in, with everything. And then at the end, okay, I won't do this anymore. Yeah, and the other thing is too. Once it becomes too much of a chore, it can be difficult. And and one thing that I've learned is I use Calendly to to book guests on the show. Is uh, you know how it fits in with the rest of my day. So if I have too many recordings in too short of a time, I I would get burned out, right? Absolutely. Um, so just some just something to keep in mind. There's some days when I try to batch them. So I literally have, you know, record from eight to four or something like that. Um, you know, if uh, depending on the day or whenever it might be, like I think I did that on, uh, you know, a recent holiday or something. But but keep that in mind, right? If you do too much, if you're, uh, it can get quite tiring. 
Marco, and uh, where can people connect with you? I know you got live streams happening all the time. How do they check them out? How do they uh, how do they find you? It's very easy. MFC Novo. It's how you can find me on the different networks. On uh, YouTube, you can find me by Marco Novo Marketing. Um, there on YouTube, I, I need to fix that. <laughs> I have uh, videos in Portuguese, Spanish, and English. So I, I need to make this uh, language thing a little bit uh, better. But uh, in uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and face Facebook, and Twitch also, it can, you can find me by MFC Novo. It's very hard, easy to, to find me. And Marco is a creative guy. Uh, I was on the, uh, what was it again? Mark, the, market, mar marketing, marketing live show. <laughs> marketing live show. There you go. Love it. That's how, that's how you got to do it. All right, Marco, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And I hope you we connect soon again. You bet. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.